Welcome to the Chatty Teachers Podcast. This podcast is made for teachers by some really chatty teachers. All about the aspects of teaching that no one really talks about. I am hoping to share some laughs and some tears so that you know you are not alone in this. On today's episode, we are going to be talking all about self-care and a few tips and tricks or things to keep in mind when looking after yourself as a teacher. Welcome to the next episode of the Chatty Teachers Podcast. So today, like I said, we're going to talk all about self-care and I have a super special guest here with me. Ashley from Miss Foley's Beehive is here to join in on this episode, share her really important views. We are very excited to have you here. Hi guys, it's so good to be here and thank you for inviting me on your podcast. Um, As you know, I'm Ash from Miss Foley's Beehive. I also studied a BD in foundation phase and went on to study honours with Kieran together in inclusive education. We met in 2020, both our first year of teaching, where we taught at at a school in Durban, where I still currently teach as a grade two teacher. I have two Bull Terrier dogs who I adore, I live in Waterfall, and I decided to become a teacher because it is one of the most rewarding careers and I love to see children progress um, every day. Okay, so I am so excited for this episode today because self-care and teaching is not something that we all do. Um, we're just going to put a massive disclaimer in the beginning of this podcast <laughs> to say that the things we're going to be talking about are definitely not things we do every day. <laughs> Kind of like that whole um, do what I say, not what I do situation. Yeah, basically, you need to start doing the things we're going to talk about. Yeah, and we're going to try as well. We we're do try. You. Yeah, we're, we're going to try and do it together. We do try, but we're not very good at it. So as teachers, we know we work ourselves to the bone. We, you know, put our all into teaching. We, we don't allocate time for ourselves in the day. We sometimes by doing this kind of, well, I know from personal experience, we kind of lose sight of who we are because... It's we get up in the morning, we go to school, we teach, we come home and we kind of feel like a shell of a person. Mm, put ourselves second, basically. Yeah. Um, so what we would like to do now is just to share some tips, some ideas um, on how to allocate time for yourself in the day and how to bring back the person that you are and to make, I don't know, teaching more enjoyable because you're looking after yourself and it's making sure teaching doesn't become your your whole life and your whole personality. Yeah. If that it's makes more sense. of a passion, not a chore. Yes, exactly. So rather look after yourself and and make doing what you love every day less of a a job, more of a passion. So the first um, kind of topic on our list is making sure you have a hobby outside of school. So for me, personal experience, you know, being so busy as a teacher, you don't really have time to do the things you love. And I know that after a while, I stopped doing anything that I loved and it was kind of you go to school you teach, you come home, you cook dinner, you go to bed, you do it all over again. So, and recently, more of late, I've been trying to fit in things that I love into my day, into my schedule, like painting and baking. And I suppose this podcast will now become a hobby um, that I really enjoy and really love. So 
find something that doesn't feel like effort and make the time for it. I mean, for me, I studied photography before I studied teaching because both were quite a huge passion of mine. Um, and I, as soon as I went into teaching, I some almost put the camera in a cupboard and it's collected dust ever since. So I definitely want to make that a goal from now going forward to take it out and start capturing memories and getting back into my other passion. Yeah, I mean, like, it, it could even just be so much as, like, making sure you read five minutes of a book every day. Yeah, exactly. Or, like, it doesn't have to be, like, taking up a whole new hobby and spending money on, like, mm. stuff you need. I mean, it could just be every day going outside, lying in the grass, mm. you know, looking at... Taking your dog for a walk. Exactly. Just make that time yeah. for yourself. Making a concerted effort to be, like, mm. school is school. I'm going to leave it there. And... This is my time. This is my time. And I'm going to do something that I love. So number two on our list is something so simple as to make a playlist of songs that you love. Um, songs that make you feel alive, that make you feel like you just want to get up and dance. And listen to them in the car, listen to them in your classroom, listen to them, you know, whenever you feel like it. Um, you know, I think in the classroom, I think we were very similar where we sort of attracted towards the calmer music <laughs> so that the children stayed calm <laughs> um but you know things like you can still find disney songs but maybe the classical version or the piano version yeah um you know and try different genres of music um on your way to school and try a different one on your way home or even in the classroom with the kids. Yeah. Friday's doing art and everybody's rocking out to like 80s rock music or exactly. something. It's great. You never know. And these children know all sorts of music. Mm. So, yeah, don't yeah. be surprised. Yeah, but just, you know, make it fun. Make it something you enjoy. I mean, yeah. being in your classroom and being surrounded by the kids doesn't mean that you have to be sitting there in silence. Mm. You know, You know, when you're at school doesn't mean you have to be serious exactly you know have fun with them doing stuff that you enjoy while you're teaching them and you know music is such a fun way to kind of express yourselves and and you the the little personalities that'll burst out of those bodies when you've got music on will be phenomenal yeah and i think that's when those memories that you gather yeah with your children you'll remember them the most I mean, like, um, when I was grade one teacher, I had a little group of boys, mm-hmm. and they were <laughs> singing and dancing, and absolutely loved it, and then when they went to grade two, they were in Ashley's classroom, <laughs> and they were the bomb, they were yeah. just, like, jamming out to music, and just... The facial expressions, yeah. the arm movements. And that in itself, that, that joy and seeing and, and, you know, them giving you so much happiness, I mean, that becomes almost a, a form of self-care in itself, because mm-hmm. you're... Um, you know, creating an, an atmosphere in your classroom where you're having fun. And that's something I think you mustn't lose when you become a teacher is don't, don't, don't stop having fun just yeah. because it's your job. And I think that allows them to be more open with you and mm. it, it almost gives them a sense of trust because you're allowing them to be themselves and to, to let free and, you know, have fun. And they're seeing that you're having fun and yeah. they're like, well, we can have fun too and... It just creates such an amazing environment that, you know, fosters happiness and creates a sense of happiness, you know, where you are. Okay, the next topic on our list was decluttering your space. So your workspace, your classroom, your desk. So for me, I personally love to declutter my teacher desk on a Friday afternoon. 
it takes about five, ten minutes just to start off your week in a good space. So on a Monday morning when you walk in, you're not, you know, as grumpy that it's a Monday. <laughs> um, where you walk in and your classroom is neat, your desk is ready for a new week, new challenges. Um, yeah. I think then you could extend that even. I mean, it doesn't even have to just be your classroom. I mean decluttering your home your workspace you know i don't know starting one room at a time or you know mm. your car yeah <laughs> i think we both we both guilty of the <laughs> of the car definitely the car clutter um, um back seats come in handy <laughs> <laughs> but yeah starting off you know i think you know even climbing into your car in the morning and mm. you're not Chucking things over the backseat. I think our husbands would kill us for yeah, yeah. us saying this right now. Take your coffee cup out <laughs> your car. <laughs> There's a reminder for you. Set it on your phone. Every afternoon yeah. you get home, Do take it. your coffee cup out the I car. Promise. I promise. You'll thank me later. <laughs> Setting boundaries. So when replying to school messages, parents' emails, school emails, make sure to give yourself cut-off times. Yeah, I mean... I think if you start off the year replying to a parent message at 10 o'clock at night, mm. you're kind of setting yourself a precedent of that's when I can reply or parents yeah. will expect replies, you know, at all hours of the night or all, you know, you know, just make sure that you set your boundaries first thing in the year. I remember, you know, or I know what I do is first thing in the beginning of the year, if you have a WhatsApp group, if you've, I don't know, got something like class dojo or um, and even just on emails, you know, just mention to the parents at like your parent teacher meetings that I'm available from, I don't know, seven to four during the day. If you should email me outside of those hours, I will reply to you the next morning, yeah. you know, because we are human beings as well. And I think, you know, parents, especially, I mean, because we're teaching their children, these precious little humans you know, I think they sometimes forget that we also have lives. We also have a family. Yes, outside of the classroom. Wow. And, and we don't sit on our phones waiting to, you know, reply to messages like, so-and-so left their, schools at sh- <laughs> their shoes at school today. And you're like, yes, I've got them. You know, those kinds of messages can wait. You know, yeah. there's there's not something, you know, obviously if it's an emergency, it's a different story. But, you know. And maybe you do have that five minutes at pop a six in the evening to just mm. pop a quick yes or no reply but other than that i think stick to your rules and yeah. your boundaries and don't you know sway from them because then it can become a negative pattern and you don't want to fall into that no definitely i mean you know there's nothing worse than spending time with your your significant other or your family and then all of a sudden getting a message and you feel like you have to reply to it straight away because parents become demanding mm. you know i think that's when school could become quite toxic for you you know and i think also during the school day yeah don't only set boundaries after school yeah i think also during school you know they need to remember that you're doing your job you're teaching their children so you can't be on whatsapp or class dojo every half an hour yeah you know breaks yes or free time yes but you know they need to wait and know that your priority is their children no 100 i think like you know if there is like i said something super urgent i mean you and i both know i mean getting messages during the day a whatsapp or whatever and then <clears throat> five minutes later then being like why haven't you replied or it's yeah. urgent you know if they have something urgent they'd like to say phone the school hmm. somebody from admin can phone you or you know let you know at, you know like i'm saying if it's as long as it's not an emergency, yeah. you know, things can wait. Teaching is our priority. Yes, exactly. So, yeah. And I think we we get so caught up when we're in a school of, you know, all the distractions and, 
you know, not not even just like um, parents and stuff. I mean, even like admin. Admin. I yeah. mean, the amount of times. I mean, I, I mean, there used to be days where we'd like see each other at break time and we'd be like, I feel like I've barely taught today because I've literally spent my whole morning doing admin or yeah. I've been out of my classroom and meetings the whole morning. Yeah. And- yeah. So, you know, setting boundaries and being like... And things like that can destroy your passion. Oh, so 100%. Don't, don't sway from those boundaries. Yeah, like, say to yourself, like, I am teaching now. If somebody comes to you and says, you know, says, can you come to the office? Say, I will come first thing at break time or I have a free at this time. Is yeah. that Does that work for you? Um, because, like, as teachers, I mean, our, our main priority are those little children that are sitting in front of us. And, you know, if we're constantly running out the classroom to take this up to the office or, you know doing things like that i mean they become second mm. priority yeah. um which is not how it should be um it's okay to say no 100 percent. um that ties into one of the the next topics that we were going to mention was um say no more often you know set boundaries at school mm. you know like we we're just talking about now if you can't go to the office just say unfortunately i'm busy right now i'll come after school i'll come after school yeah. or i'll come in my free or i'll come in my break times, you know, stand up for your teaching, I don't know, environment or your teaching, um, you know, your space because you're in charge of those children and you're in charge of what goes on in that classroom and, you know, make sure that what you're doing is in line with how you would like to conduct it. And if that means saying no more, I mean, obviously saying no mm. within reason, yeah. you know, not like <laughs> shouting no at people being like, go away. And I think of, <laughs> of all people, I think the parents would appreciate that a lot more because at the end of the day, you're the one teaching their children. Yeah. So by you reminding them that, hey, these are my boundaries I'm teaching at the moment, I think they would appreciate that a lot more than seeing that you're sitting on WhatsApp every five Yeah, minutes. no, definitely. So, yeah, it's okay to say no. 100% okay to say no. Yeah. And I mean, I know you and I were so bad at that and we don't we say that at all. But I think we um, got better. We no, 100%. Better. Because yeah. I think, you know, when you're in, when you're a brand new teacher coming into a school, mm. you're just there to please. You just want to yeah. make sure everybody, you know, loves you and mm. you just want to be there for everyone and do everything you can. And, and I know you and I were both victim of... Yeah. overextending ourselves and doing way more than yeah. what we should be and then you don't um, have time for self-care and yes. things like that because by the time you get home you're so burnt out no well exactly and, and you have these meltdowns and awful downs yeah, and thinking that you have to go back tomorrow exactly. and do it all over no again. well exactly so you know i remember countless days we used to literally walk into each other's classroom and just like, <laughs> stare at each other or burst into tears because we were just like oh my god we can't do this <laughs> You know, yeah, you know, so if if you are already committed to, I don't know, doing something or planning Mm. this event, if somebody else comes to you and says, please, could you do this? Just be like, I, hey, well, yeah, like, hold on a second. (laughs) Like, just be like, listen, I'm already planning this event. Is there nobody else that you could get to do it or, you know, get help? I mean, the amount of times Ash and I used to work together on a project, you know, we used it all the time because it was so much better two minds working on something than, you know, everything being dumped on one person and, you know, then you're responsible for that, you know, that thing and, and it just becomes so hectic because, yeah. you know, you're so tired and you're so, you know, burnt out and like Ash says, then you, you don't have time for self-care. You don't have time to do all these other things that we're talking about. So the next one is probably my favorite one on the list because I try and do this at least once a week. I mean, if you can do it more or if you can... um 
split everything up like on different nights of the week and like allocate yourself like half an hour but basically it is to set aside one night a week to pamper yourself so my favorite day what I usually try and do is on a Sunday I will you know during the week collect all your bits and bobs face masks you know get all your things together and then on a Sunday night what I try and do is like you know have a really long shower like a weekly reset yeah like yes exactly like a little reset on a Sunday you know I'll put my music on I'll light some candles you know get in the shower for like you know half an hour (laughs) and wash my hair do a hair mask you know shave your legs <laughs> I, know. I think i think people don't realize how much teachers talk about that in staff rooms <laughs> how we compare the length of our leggings <laughs> because we tend to wear dresses a lot and we forget oh wait i haven't shaved my legs in a while so yeah i think it would be really good if we stuck to a weekly um yeah. schedule of that <laughs> Uh, yeah I think I definitely like you know you can go weeks without shaving your legs and yeah. be like oh my god it's like a jungle down there I better you know get on that especially when the children start pulling at it or something <laughs> during story time yeah. stroking it like a cat I once got told like wow it's so soft I was like stop doing thank that thank you for the compliment yeah. but that's, that's not what I want to hear um, so yeah so doing things like that like setting aside time and and um you know, making sure that you're, you're, you know, giving yourself that opportunity oh. to do the things that might fall by on the wayside, you know, during the week. Like, and it doesn't always have to cost money or no, expensive. I mean, no. you know, I'm sure everyone has some sort of self-care pamper product yeah. lying around. Even if it's not like, like exactly like going out and buying something, you mm. know, you know, like having an extra long shower or, you know, it could be so much as just reading your book for half yeah. an hour or having a nap or, or exactly having a nap or just um, lying in the sun exactly you know doing doing something and like i say i mean you could split it up during the week you know you, on one night you could you know wash your hair the next night you could shave your legs you know the yeah. next night you could paint your nails you know just do things that make you feel more alive like i know that i feel i know it's like maybe a little bit materialistic but I feel more myself or more put together when I have my nails done. Yeah, definitely. You know, and Ash and I, we used to go loads of times after school. <laughs> we scheduled a nail appointment and we go after school to get our nails done. Mm. So, you know, if that's something that makes you feel, you know, better in your space or better in yourself, you know, make time to do it. Because um, there's nothing worse than going day by day, you know, not feeling okay, not feeling happy in your skin and, you know, just being unhappy, you know, overall because yeah. then that will you know, seep into your, your attitude at school and it'll, and you, you know. You tend to find that when you've done at least one of these things, that next day you'll have so much of a better day. Well, exactly. Yeah. You know, you'll feel so much more fulfilled and, um, yeah, it doesn't have to be anything crazy. It doesn't have to no. be anything super time-consuming, you know, just something that something makes you feel... Up, uplift your Yeah, and stuff that you could also look forward to. Yeah. You know, that you, like, during the day, you're like, oh my gosh, I bought a face mask tonight. I'm going to sit and drink a cup of tea and watch a series and yeah. you know do it i mean it could even literally be like watching you know trashy tv like keeping <laughs> up with the kardashians or something and putting that on in the evening and just being telling everybody to like leave you alone yeah and just dedicating yourself to doing nothing for an hour or whatever by yourself by yourself Take time for yes. yourself <laughs> basically basically making your classroom your home away from home or In other words, your happy place. So this doesn't have to cost millions. Um, 
yes, you might see teachers on Instagram with these luxurious classrooms, but you could maybe bring a plant from home. I know I do that, and you also mm. would do that. Um, you know, we like plants, so bring one from home or buy one for your classroom, but it doesn't have to cost a lot of money. No, I mean, it, like, um, like I love having, like, fresh branches of flowers. And my favorite thing was when, like, kids would bring you flowers or yeah. even just, like, a single little flower to pop on your desk. Yeah. You know, yeah, making sure, you know, making sure that your home feels, or your classroom feels, feels like, like a home. home. Yeah. You know, it feels like a happy place. You know, whether that is literally bringing a little carpet to put under your feet so you don't have, like, the wooden floor or the tiles or whatever you've got in your classroom, like, against your feet or... um. I don't know, such such simple things could, you know, honestly, you know, bring a picture of your husband, your boyfriend, yeah, your fiancé, exactly. put it on your desk or your children or, you know. Just adding that personal touch to your workspace can make such a huge difference. Well, yeah, you know, make it somewhere that you enjoy because, I mean, there's nothing worse than walking into a place every day that you, you know, you don't like and you don't feel comfortable in and I think... I mean, Ash and I were the absolute worst. I'm constantly <laughs> moving our classrooms around. Like, every day we'd walk into each other's classrooms and our desk would be in a different space. Yeah, we're like, we're, oh, yeah. we're behind the door today. <laughs> and I, to... think, I think our colleagues used to get irritated because they thought there was thunder every Friday. Because <laughs> there would just be us running across the classroom, pushing desks on the wooden floors. <laughs> Trying to find the perfect, like, feng shui. Yeah. Because, I, mean... I mean, it's difficult to find the greatest spot for your desk. Exactly. And, you've and got we it... like change. Yeah, yeah. I see, don't think it's a yeah. bad thing. No, hundred percent. I think mm. that's also another one that probably could go mm. into this little topic is, if you need change, change. Don't you know? be scared of change. Yeah, if it's you never a negative. No, thing. if you want to move your desk somewhere else, do it. And if you don't like it, then you can move back. Yeah. You know, I think the thing with our classrooms is that you know we spend so much time there during the day that they need to become so comfortable that you know mm. you love where you are and you feel happy in your space and, and i think even for the children uh, like move them around too yeah. because you know maybe a different perspective of the classroom might help another child yeah well exactly so you know i think and i think peace of mind when you're in your classroom like i said because you're in there so long during the day i mean you know we in all seriousness we probably spend more time in our classrooms than we do anywhere exactly. else. Exactly. So make and, it yeah, your own. Make it your own. I mean, if you want to... Bring you know, pillows. Yeah, I mean, we Pillows have, is a great one. Yeah. <laughs> we used to have our, our little um, corners at the back of our classrooms. Yeah. And... Um, After school. Yeah. Nap on the carpet. <laughs> I think that was one of the other topics that we we're going to talk about today was, if you need to take a nap, take a nap. And sometimes that even might be during the day in your classroom. I mean... I think there have been a couple of occasions where, like, we'd walk into other's classrooms and be like, where's Lying Ashley? Lying on the floor. I, um, yeah. <laughs> I used to have a, a teepee in my classroom that my mom made me. And I always remember, like, I sometimes I'd just crawl into the teepee and just lie there for a while because I was yeah. like, oh, my God, I just need, like, a break from the world. Or at the end of the school day, I'd just give you the look yeah. and say, I'm coming for the yeah. teepee. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, if you feel like you need to rest... Yeah. you know do it you know if it's when you get home in the afternoon you feel like you need to just literally go lie on your bed for five yeah. minutes you know do it because i think with our line of work and the jobs we do it's such an emotionally demanding yeah. a demanding thing oh, yeah. i mean when if you think about it, i mean like ash and i we used to talk a lot about 
the amount of things as teachers we do in a day. I mean, mm-hmm. we have to teach them. We have to make sure that they are okay physically, socially, emotionally. Um, you that know, they've got lunch. Yeah, have yeah. That they know what they're doing after school. If somebody's fallen at break time and hasn't told you, you've got to like magically sniff it out and make sure <laughs> that they're okay. And you know, you know, if they've got home life difficulties, mm. you've got to make sure that you're catering to those. You know, you've mm. got to you know, learning difficulties, you've got to make sure that you're catering to those. And, you know, it's such an emotionally demanding job. And I don't think people realize exactly how emotionally demanding this line of work is. Yeah. So, you know, th- I mean, this whole episode of this podcast is all about prioritizing yourself and, and making sure that you've got time for yourself. But, you know, if you need to rest, rest. And I think with the classroom things, don't think that just because it's an educational poster, you have to use it. Mm-hmm. Like, if there's quirky things that you like, like for me, for instance, I love um, quirky little pen holders. So, like, I have one with a stack of donuts. I have pineapple ones. I have a honey pot. You know, bring those things in. Mm. Use them on your desk. Don't keep them hidden at home because you think it's not the place for it. Just bring it into yeah. school and it'll honestly uplift your spirits so much. Mm. Um, so just those little things, just add them. Stationery was one of the big ones for us. I love stationery and stickers. And if it's going to make you happy, just bring it it and use it. I think I was also, you know, one of the things I would buy these like amazing stickers Mm. and then I'd never use them because I'd be like, oh my God, it's so precious. Yeah. But then like, then they just sit in your drawer for who knows how long. And then, well, exactly. (laughs) Then they're not sticky anymore. And then you're like, oh, I should have used these. So, you know, if you, if you have something in your classroom, in your space, that you want to use and you want to bring, bring it, use yeah. it, you know, don't be afraid, you know. Of and as we said earlier, don't be afraid of change. If, yeah. if you are sick of looking at this one poster, just take it off and exactly. put a new one, you know. Exactly. Maybe you see something cool on Pinterest or, you know, TPT. Mm. I think it. that was also something that we used to do a lot was we used to change yeah. our classrooms around so much. I know I would have like posters and stuff up for like a term and then I'd be so over them that I'd then change it or I'd yeah. restructure my entire classroom and, you know, taking stuff down that you've just put up. I mean, that's a lot of effort. But, exactly. but I mean, if you need that change, don't be afraid to do it. You know, yeah. just because you've put that picture up there, you think it's going to stay there the whole year. <laughs> no, it doesn't. And I think in my first year, I covered every inch of my wall. Oh, yeah. Um, and now this year, um, it's very minimal. So, but you like, know, change that. Yeah, but also, like, I think something I could play into that is, like, Make sure everything that's in your classroom is very intentional. Yeah. You know, don't exactly. fill don't fill your space with stuff just for the sake of putting stuff there. Because yeah. that also like for you is very emotionally draining mm. because you've got stuff everywhere. Everywhere. You know, make your make your walls intentional. Like Ashley made a joke earlier. I'm like, <laughs> the kids know what the color red looks like. Like <laughs> you don't have to put a red crayon on the wall. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that's something that college didn't teach us. Well for me. And I know in particular where we worked, we had a checklist for our classroom resources for the walls. So we had to have specific posters on our wall. And I don't think either of us actually stuck to those. No. (laughs) I don't think Um, I ever put any of the stuff that was on there. And I'm not mad about it because it's things that I would never use. So why must it be on the wall? Well, yeah. I mean, like, if you think about your classroom or like a a personal experience, like, Mm. how often do you actually teach from the walls? Yeah. Um, so, you know, obviously, if you, you're like for me for teaching grade one, you know, I had like the alphabet on the wall. So, you know, that was really helpful, you know, when we were 
learning letter formation, you could say this is how, you know, a letter was formed. But how often do you actually go up to your wall and, you know, you know, <laughs> look at the look at the sums or whatever and say yeah. this is how you do a sum. You know, most of the time, you know, we're using our whiteboards or our smartboards mm. to you or know we're being practical about it. Yeah, it's like they're sitting on the floor exactly. and you're working with them on one of the floor. So like I keep going back to that color red poster. That yeah. Was, but you know, if you're teaching colours, if you're a grade R teacher, I think that's what they yeah. do in colours. But you know, you're not going to say you're not gonna point at a poster and say this is red. You're going to take them on the carpet and explore red objects that mm. they see every day. Yeah, exactly. You know, a poster must be intentional. Well, exactly. You know, like, I mean, I know, I know in my classroom, I took, like, you know, after a while, obviously this is all stuff that you learn mm. when you're Over in a classroom. Time. You know, if you're a student teacher and you're, you're, um... And I think studying our honours, we yeah, opened up our horizons No, so definitely. Because it was, like, trying to make the classroom inclusive, like, what do you need? And, mm. and you know, also, like, you know, when you think of a child with ADHD... They don't respond well to a super busy classroom. So, yeah. you know, so it's not always the best to have, like, all these resources everywhere. Um, and sometimes we need to remember it's not about us. Yeah, exactly. It's like, <laughs> yes, we want to have these beautiful classrooms, yeah. but be intentional about the things you have. Like like I was saying, like, what I like to do is I had, like, a growth mindset wall. And that mm. was where we, like, if we made, like, art for our growth mindset, we put it on the wall. Or if um, I like to have, like, working walls, so we'd have, like, a word vocab wall, and the kids would have the chance to, like, put sticky notes on the wall to, you know, new vocab that they've learned. So, you know, make it super intentional, mm. you know, so that your mindset is clear as well. And make it, like, age-appropriate yes. and easy for them to use. Yes, exactly. Like, I always find a little bit humorous when you see a South African poster based on, like, you know in detail about the flag and things yeah. like that where a child may not even know how to read. Well, exactly. So, you know, make sure that there are things that the children can identify. If they're not words and they're pictures that they can recognize. Yeah, exactly. I mean, the one that the, the one that we, like, it was like, you have to have this in your classroom, was the writing processes. Yeah, like, these four massive posts on the writing processes. Now, grade one and two, I mean, yeah, grade two, they, they're getting a lot better at writing. But grade one, I mean, you're teaching them how to write. They don't know the writing processes exactly. and drafting and all these. You know, I mean, that is so unnecessary for your classroom. And I can assure you, they're not going to look at the wall and magically learn how to uh, do the writing process. Exactly. <laughs> it is a process within itself. Exactly. So, yeah. So the next one, well, it's a kind of a few that we kind of have grouped together. But it's the first one is that when you take a sick day, take a sick day. I think as teachers, you know, we always say to each other, like, it's more effort to take a sick day than it is to just be at school. Because, you know, you know the admin and then you've got to, you know, organize stuff for them to do and stuff. But, you know, something we've got to remember is we are human beings as well. You know, this whole episode is about self-care. We need to be able to take care of ourselves. And if you are sick or if you're not feeling well, you know, it's it's not worth going to school. You know, being unsick and not feeling well you know, when you're not in a comfortable space because your kids are just going to feed off of that energy. Mm. And, and you're not going to teach the best of your Well, exactly. You know, because then it's, you know, you know, rather take the sick day, rest, and come back feeling refreshed. Yeah. Look after and, yourself before you can look after others. Well, exactly. And I think, you know, <laughs> you know, personal experience here, you kind of almost feel guilty for taking mm. sick days. You feel like, you know, you shouldn't do it. But yeah. I mean... In your contract or every year, you get given a certain amount of sick days, you know, and 
you are entitled to those days. And if you want to take one, you're allowed to take one. <laughs> and I think you know? we, often, we often need reminding that the person who takes over our class is not our responsibility. Yes. So don't make that something that holds you back from resting and taking that sick day. Yeah. Because that's admin's duty. It's yeah. not yours. Yeah, exactly. You know, I mean, you've got your planning, you know, everything up is set up. You know, there's other teachers in your grade who can kind of be like, this is what we're doing or whatever. The children you will know. be okay. Yes, that's it. That's exactly it. <laughs> they might they, miss you. Yeah. The teacher that takes over for that day might be stricter. <laughs> but they, they will, will be, be fine. fine. <laughs> exactly. You know, the, the world's not going to end just because you've taken a day off to yeah. get better. Um, and I think this plays well into the next one is leave school at school. You know, it's still going to be there in the morning. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if you, you know, work hard during the day to get your marking done and to get, you know, all the things you need to be done at school during the day because, you know, when you're at home, be at home. Yeah. You know. Th- then you should be doing all the self-care things. Yes. Where if you're lugging marking home, you are creating work within an environment where you should be looking after yourself. Exactly. You know, because... You know, like we're saying just now, it's such an emotion demanding job that you need that break away from it. And if, you know, like you're saying, if you're bringing marking home or you're bringing stuff home with you, you know, you're not getting that break. You're no. just, it's just like one thing into the next and then like the next thing you know, you're going to bed and you're waking up and doing it all over again. Um, and that doesn't get, like, give you the time to put yourself in like a very good, like emotional, yeah. you know, like point because you're just never getting that break. You know, you're not leaving school at school. You're bringing it with you and you're, you're creating a like a like a unhealthy circle, you yeah. know, and it and it starts becoming quite toxic, and then that's when you like stop enjoying school because you just feel like it's never ending. And I think even planning and stuff, because we would take our laptops home. Mm. You might feel the urge to open it, but don't because yeah. then your work is consuming your home time, yeah, and your family time, and maybe you want to talk about your day, and that's fine. We're not saying don't do yeah, that, yeah. but. I think also try and limit that because then you're still referring back to mm. a school environment where you should be present in your home environment. Yeah, and, and I think um I think also like if like in a circumstance where you're maybe not happy in your school environment and it, it is a very toxic place, you know, try and, you know, I mean, we're very rich saying this, but try and leave it at school because... You know, you come home and you're venting to your partner yeah. and you're venting to your family and you're you're kind of bringing that unhappiness into your home mm-hmm. with it. Um, and you don't want it to filter onto them as well. Well, exactly, you know, so... Yes, yeah, so, you know, you don't want it to filter onto the people around you and because, I mean, then, you know, that could add on stress to them and then it just becomes like, you know, you're... You know, I know I do it. You know, you get worked up and you're like, ah, oh, this happened at school today. And yeah. then you're just like, you're kind of putting yourself into like a bad attitude and i like, think like we used to travel to and from yeah. work together and the best days were days where we weren't actually talking about work yeah. <laughs> when we used to come up with scenarios I mean... of people's houses and what they ate <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness those were the best, uh, uh, best we drives. actually used to have like these uh, sessions where we would literally laugh till we almost cried and her yeah. and i like i'm battling to see out my eyes onto the road <laughs> and stuff but you know you know i think 
you know, like those those mm. conversations we had in the car. I mean, it's it's such a good way to like debrief that by the time you get home, you're kind of like I'm in such a good mood now. Yeah, even though my day, yeah, even though my day might have been like really rubbish, mm. you know, I'm feeling so good now. So like, you know, this this is where it comes in. You know, on your way home from school, put your music in. You know, sing as loud as you can. Get out all your frustrations. Mm. You know, put on a podcast that's something that interests you. That's something that mm. makes you feel, you know, good. Or, or if you do feel like you need to declutter and get everything out by venting then do it phone a friend phone yeah. your mom phone someone or you know put on a screaming song yeah <laughs> but do it so that by the time that you get home it's it's over you've kind of like left it in the car yeah and you've kind of like been like yeah i've had my little breakdown and my exactly. moment to like exactly. get over myself basically separate the two things yeah otherwise both will consume your mind yeah exactly so the last little piece of information or tips or whatever we want to give you, um, and even though it might seem really silly, it's important. Make sure you pack yourself a proper lunch or food to take to with you to school. And we don't mean only Monday and Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, we mean the whole week. <laughs> even though <laughs> we're not the greatest. I mean, also, if your school's got a tuck shop, I mean, how easy yeah. it is it to just, like, go and get a toasty or a hot dog or whatever. Yeah. Especially payday. After yeah. payday. <laughs> Mr. <Uber> D. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think... Going to school, I think the best days where we like, you know, you're like, you've got something so nice in your mm. lunchbox, and you're like, I'm so we excited to tell eat everybody that. about yeah. it. Yeah, you know, make sure that you you're, you know, it's all very well us being like eat healthy and mm. like you know feed your mind and whatever, but eat stuff you enjoy, yeah. you know, so that every day you're like, oh my god, I'm so excited, I've got a juicy burger, juicy burger in my lunchbox or whatever, or even leftovers. Yeah, just make extra dinner and then pop it in a lunchbox. Yeah, but I mean, also, there's nothing better than going to work and being like. I don't have to stress about food. Yeah. Or I don't need to order something in. Or, yeah. you know, which also your bank account will definitely thank you for. Um, <laughs> you know, or like, I mean, we used to, we worked quite near a shop, you know, we used to like run to the shop, which, you know, it's it's not a sustainable way of doing it, you know, and, and I think it also like, you know, just puts you in such a better mindset because you're it like, you're I've organized got, for yes, the day. and you, you, you your know, day is planned. yeah, exactly. And you, you know what you're going to have yeah, for lunch. It's not, not like, what a, am I, I going to have for lunch yeah. or, or, you know, or like packing the minimum and then you're like, you know, eating crackers for the whole day. Mm. You know, make sure that you've you've got enough food as well. I think that was the thing I always used to do as I used to like grab a couple of things and like be done. And then by the end of the day, I was like starving yeah. because like, you know, as well as this is a very emotionally, you know, draining job. It is also a very physically demanding job. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're up and feet. down, running here, running there. And I mean, you're burning a lot of calories. So you've got to feed your body as well. So make sure that what you're giving yourself gives you enough energy so that you're not also feeling drained by the end of the day and i think for me i'm still learning is to drink more water oh my gosh because we forget like as much as you put your cute water bottle on your desk (laughs) it ends up getting covered by a whole bunch of things so you know if you need to set a reminder to have a sip of water do it yeah coffee isn't water no yeah coffee (laughs) is not the only thing you should be drinking in the day limit yourself yeah one cup a day and I think also the thing that I, because um, at our school, the bathroom was like quite far away. We used to be like, yes. oh, if you drink too much, we've got to wee so often. <laughs> and then like you could go the whole day without weeing at all. Yeah. And then like, you know, don't do that. You're going to no. give yourself a bladder infection. <laughs> but like, make sure you drink enough water. And, mm. um, you know, because those are like things your body needs. I mean, you need water to survive. So, exactly. you know, don't forget to do that. I think mm. exactly that, you know, you, you become so consumed with your day that you're like, 
oh my gosh, I haven't drunk water like this exactly. whole day. Basically, take a break when your children are taking a yes. break. Yes. That's a really you, good one. You also need a, a break, break. So take the break. Yeah. That's really good. Like, even you could set up, like, you could set up, like, drinking times in your classroom mm. and be like, you know, every half an hour they've got five minutes to go and get a drink of water. Mm. In that time, you, you do also it. do it. Yeah. And, you know, during the kids' snack times, mm. you have your snack. Um, and I think it's good to model. Yes. You know, show the children. Yeah. I'm drinking water. You must drink it too. Because yeah. I think a lot of... I uh, know my children, there are a few that will rather opt for a juice. Yeah. So I think by us modeling drinking water more often will then have a positive influence yeah, on their one, choices yeah. too. And I think it also like encouraging parents, like mm. saying to them, rather instead of sending a Coke and a, you know, Oras, yeah. send a bottle of water and then mm. the juice so that they, you know, are also getting. Yeah. you know what they need and i think teachers don't realize how much of an influence they are on children yeah that if a teacher if a child constantly sees you bringing something or doing yeah. something they're gonna go home and ask their parents for, for that. that too so you are a role model exactly yeah beyonce I think... if you must <laughs> <laughs> we are the beyonce of teachers girls yes you know we run the world <laughs> literally <laughs> i think that's just like saying like the role model thing i mean um our school and um, we used to be able to order starbucks oh yes <laughs> we used to order starbies like yeah all the time. that became a fan and then the kids used to all be like oh, oh starbucks yeah, oh my where's God, mine where's that's your thing <laughs> and then no. sometimes they would come to school with starbucks and stuff so yeah. you know like ash saying like we are the role models for these little people so mm-hmm. if you role model <laughs> if you model that you are looking after yourself and that you are putting in the effort you know it, it'll become a part of their lives as well um and i think you know as teachers i mean we are these little people's person yeah you know? definitely and we need to show them and i think if you're not looking after yourself you know it, it kind of shows them yeah i mean we can't preach to them to look after themselves when we're not doing the same for ourselves, ourselves so. exactly so i think we're going to end the episode here um i really hope you've enjoyed you know kind of everything we've spoken about here and like we said in the beginning these are things that we are trying to you know focus on ourselves it's kind of like things you know but sometimes you struggle to do mm. and um sometimes you forget yeah sometimes you forget and i mean like we are only human so this you is know, your reminder this as well is as it is ours <laughs> exactly um but i think you know you we are only human mm. and you know like i've said previously you know we need to be kind to ourselves and if if we are not kind to ourselves you know it it just kind of filters into other aspects of our lives and it's you know it becomes kind of who we are because i mean you know it takes a special kind of person to be a teacher and mm. and you know as much as everybody says like you know oh, they could never do what we do mm. it's a really difficult job and it's yeah. a really you know demanding job and and you know we need to make sure that what we're doing in our free time or in our extra time is is building ourselves up and fulfilling you know filling our cups and fulfilling who we are yeah. to make sure that every day when we walk into that classroom we are modeling you know what we're preaching and, and who we are and we're, we're showing these little people that you know this is the best version of myself now you can be the best version of yourself yeah i mean we're all our own pilots of our mindset so we need to to nourish it and look after it as much as we can yeah so be kind to yourself okay 
we need to give ourselves a break. Don't be too hard on yourself. And, you know, just share love and share kindness. You're so doing a great job. You're doing a great job. <laughs> so just want to say thanks to Ash for being on this episode. I'm sure we'll be hearing a lot from her as the episodes go on. But it was really fun just to have somebody to bounce off ideas from. And if you have any questions for Ash and I, I will pop a question box box up on the up on instagram or just send me um, a dm on my instagram i will also pop ashley's instagram in the show notes if you would like to go and give her a follow but yeah thanks ash so much for coming thank you for having me and i'm sure i will be back soon (laughs) (laughs) right have an absolutely magical week everyone and like we said you are doing an amazing job Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Chatty Teachers Podcast. If you enjoyed it and you would like to keep listening, please make sure to check back in next week or connect with us over on Instagram. We are an independent podcast, so a review would be absolutely amazing. Please follow on whichever um, streaming platform you use to keep in touch and to keep updated.